Thanks for subscribing to KHOL and listening to the Teton Sports Talk podcast, the number one sports talk show in the great state of Wyoming. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL. I'm your host, Massey Zeman. To my left, Graham Trainer, and we have a packed show. A packed show. Let me introduce to you who's on the line. Well, he needs no introduction because he's third in charge around here, although he's never stepped foot into the station. It is Morgan Cox, pro bowler this year of the Baltimore Ravens, the number one seed in the AFC. How are you doing today, Morgan? Doing great, guys. Glad to be on again. Yeah, we're glad to have you on. Uh, Massey told me numbers are down before the show started, so this is this, this is, is going to help. I hope at least the whole Ravens team, all the wags and families of yeah. Ravens players, the we'll front office. Download. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, even uh, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, yeah. Not just John. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's far it, John uh, talks about it so much that Jim's just like, yeah, I got to listen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I thought so. I thought so. So you said the uh, the wife and kids are out of town. Is it is this kind of like uh, they're allowing you to focus the playoff energy? Focus. Why are they out of town? Uh, they they just they needed they headed down to Memphis just to uh, yeah get kind of get away and uh, spend some time with the family. Okay, because dad's wandering around the house with his helmet on, banging his head on the walls for, in preparation for just <laughs> exactly. another game, as just, you said. Snapping footballs down the hallway, you know, practicing targets and all that. So that's you know, typical day. Is there is there like a a, let me? I don't know how. I don't want to say like trick shot or anything, but are there? um, What am I trying to say? In practice, are you like I'm going to throw the ball instead of like the tire on the rope in the backyard where you throw it through like a quarterback? Do you just snap it between your legs in the same way? Oh yeah, I guess yeah. Do you have a target when? What's the what's the holder's name again? Uh, Sam Cook. Cook, yeah. When Cook's not around, do you have something to toss it to between your legs? Uh, I never really do because we we practice so much. And, you know, I snap so much that I never really am without Sam to the point that I, huh. you know, wouldn't wouldn't be able to snap to him. Let's let's talk about Sam and and your connection because I okay. let me say this. <laughs> <laughs> I see when Justin Tucker misses a field goal, I go back and review the tape. I'm like, no, perfect snap. That's yes. that's that's oh, on yeah. That's on you. And so is there like a percentage like target that you hit? Is there some sort of stat that we can say perfect snap ninety nine point nine percent of the time? Your third yeah, yes. Pro Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The the only thing that like you could really look for aside from like accuracy which is difficult to kind of quantify really because different guys have different aiming points, so to speak. Um, but the only thing that I typically count is how, where the laces are in, in relation to when the holder catches it. So typically on a perfect snap, Sam will catch it and have the laces in his right hand so that when he sets the ball down, the laces are already 
pointing at the uprights. Oh, damn. I didn't even think about You had to even so, think about that. Do you know so the rotations? No one actually, yeah, no one actually keeps the stat. Um, we do. It just is something that, you know, snappers t- technically pay attention to. So, yeah, I, I know, I basically know the distance it takes between me and Sam that the ball will rotate three and one quarter times uh, and land and the laces will hopefully land in his right hand and he'll set it, just set it down. That's so precise. Damn, he's a, you're, you're a physicist, right? Physicist? Huh, hardly. <laughs> Football uh, physicist? You guys have probably seen Ace Ventura. Pet yeah. Detective when, when you he hear laces, yes. Rescue go, Snowflake yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, Snowflake. laces out Dan, that oh, yeah. phrase. So snapper, it's, you know, snappers see it. And in my head, I'm like, well, it's the snapper's fault for not snapping the laces out. Dan's just there to hopefully save the day. I see. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, that's right. Because so, the, the controversy there was it's not Finkel's fault. It was the holder's fault or Marino's yeah. fault because yeah. he didn't have laces out. But it actually, they never even talked about the snapper the fall, in that movie. The, exactly. the yeah, fallout is, you know, Snowflake. Who's you might need a sex change. You might just do some... Yeah. Bur- yeah, I don't know what it means to kidnap a dolphin. I'm not sure what crime that is. Um, but you kidnap a dolphin, dolphin and next thing you know, you kidnap Dan Marino. And do they even get ransom, or are they just trying to humiliate him? I can't uh, remember. At the end, I yeah, I don't remember. No You're right. I think it's just all pride. It's just getting back your name, that great, uh, Ein, not Einhorn, Finkel name. Einhorn is That's Finkel. Right. Finkel okay. is Einhorn. Well, Morgan. Oh, they were trying to ruin the Super Bowl or something like where the uh, – Oh, yeah. yeah. Are they going for the Super Bowl or something? They're playing the Eagles in the Super Bowl because I remember he beats up the Eagles mascot at the end. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. I've seen that movie 3,000 times. I've, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think uh, I think it's now time to huddle up. I think yeah. that's a it's a good time to do. It. Speaking of Finkel, yeah, let's huddle up. So we're gonna I'm go. <laughs> I I say that all the time. Einhorn <laughs> is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. The so the huddle is the good news of the week, the critical num- number of the week, something that we are stuck on, and we have a flex. We've started. We've added a fourth question into the huddle mix, and that is question of the week or quote of the week. Mm-hmm. And you know what? QOW, as the kids say, the acronyms. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the good news of the week. So I don't know if you two realize this, and this is Jackson related, but I saw a mountain lion for the first time today. What? Yeah. Wow. Backyard. It Play was. With Griff? It was legitimately so. There. Uh, do you know where the Maverick is, Morgan? When you're in town, it's. It's your favorite gas station. Yeah, it's it's a great place to pick up some mixed nuts hmm. or uh, yeah. made to order nachos or gasoline. Feel- <laughs> Gas is second. Red box slushies. Wait, no. No, that's no, Creekside. That's. That is my second favorite yeah. gas station. Anyway, well, no is, gas, but yeah. it is across the street from. It's right in town. It's it's across the street from movie theater. Mm. A mountain lion had killed a deer, and it was going back and forth up up and down the hill and eating a deer carcass all day. Like High School Butte. Yeah, it was Whoa. just down the street from work. It Dude. was. I called my uh, brother-in-law Dawson. He's on the show occasionally. He's the lead naturalist up at Spring Creek, and he walked out of the meeting and <laughs> was like, "I gotta go." And he's been <laughs> he's been doing wildlife tours for twelve years. He's seen one mountain lion until today. He saw a second. Oh, you got him over in time. It was awesome. Wow. 
awesome. Are we, are we doing that for social media on Instagram? Uh, you get pics? I didn't get pics. Um, I have an iPhone uh, 6. <laughs> like, what are you, how are you supposed to take a picture with an iPhone 6? Don't tell the listeners that. Uh, Morgan, we'll shoot it to you. Your, your good news of the week. My good news of the week is Baltimore got snow. Oh. Got like three inches out back uh, of my house right now, and I'm going to build a snowman. Nice. That'll, that'll solo, ease, or are you going to wait for the, the wife and kids to come back? Okay. So the wife and the kids are out of town, and I don't want them to come back and not have a, a snowman. Dude, that's awesome. Olaf. Oh, yes. I actually oh, went and Frozen. saw Frozen 2 in theaters. Oh. Wife, huge Frozen fan. <laughs> so It was I, actually a great movie. Yeah. I saw the first one. Not in theaters, but I would have. Had I known it was so good, <laughs> Dude, it's it's honestly the she's got sweet powers. Your wife? No, the um whoever yeah, the Elsa? lead Elsa, right? Elsa, Elsa, Elsa's got Thanks. some sweet Anna, powers. Anna and Elsa, yeah. Anna and Elsa. Which ones? Yeah. Which ones? The the witch. Well, she's not a witch. She's kind of a witch. Yeah, Elsa. Elsa is the. She's able to control the blonde one. She's able yeah. to control water she's like smoke. Like for Pixar, she's smoke. Okay, we're going. What? Yeah, I'm just saying that's not a bad. That's not a bad observation. I'll go there. Laura Croft was hot. Yeah, Laura Croft was was smoking hot. Um, she has she has superpowers like Magneto can control metal. She can control water yep. or ice. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which one is better, metal or water, to be able to control? If you can control water, you can control every human being. So there you go. More water than metal in the world, right? With oceans and stuff. (laughs) Should we call Dawson? Should we call Dawson? I mean, I guess (laughs) if you look at the mathematics, the oceans and junk. Yeah, the ocean and the lakes and stuff. Yeah, oceans full of water. It's full of water. There's some metal ships down there at the bottom. Titanic. Yeah. Too soon. But uh, maybe it's only been a hundred and something years. Good good news news of the week. My good news for me is for Morgan. So probably should just jumped in there and said. He gets a second bye week this year because he was such a badass. Their whole team was. That's right. I think you guys have you guys have the best record in all of the NFL, not just the AFC. Yep. Look at there, best team in the NFL. Regular season, what do you get? You get another week off. You just get a week off. Yeah, make a snowman. <laughs> you get enough time to make a snowman. Critical number of the week, and again, this is Morgan. This is related to you, but it's it's well. six. The number is six. Can you guess the significance? Mm. Tennessee Vols. Oh. Jeremy Pruitt. Tennessee Vols. Jeremy Pruitt. Six, six hairs on his head? Jeremy <laughs> Pruitt ended the Tennessee Vols season on a six-game winning streak. Oh, nice. Oh. So How many wins do they have? I was going to say six gets you to a bowl. Um, but my guess was six gets you a bowl. Tennessee beat Indiana. I think they might have had seven. Cool. Or eight. Right on. It didn't start so well for the Tennessee Vols, but that is not, it doesn't yeah. matter how you start. Remember the BYU game? That hurt a little. Did you go to any games, Morgan? I guess, I mean, that's probably impossible for you. Yeah, I, I went to the last Tennessee game I went to was, uh, when I think when they were playing in uh, Atlanta for like the, the kickoff or something like that. Oh, yeah. It was like my second year in the league. It must have been eight years ago. Oh, damn. I thought you meant this last year. I was like, wow. You went to a game. That's cool. Can you tell us a little bit about the Volunteer Navy? Do you know anything about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, back in the day, you used to be able they would bring so many – people would bring so many boats and stuff in. You could nearly walk from shore to shore of the Tennessee River just walking across boats. Because Neyland Stadium is right there on the water. 
it's right there on the water. And so people, it's basically like a, a tailgate on the water. Oh, the pontoon style. Yeah. Like Redneck Yacht pontoon Club. Pontoon style. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. exactly. Sweet. There's, but there's actually, like, there's some yachts out there, too. I mean, there's some nice Whoa. boats. Does, yeah. uh, does the party, if you're a Tennessee volunteer and let's say you win a big game, does the party ever go back to the yacht, yeah. hypothetically Fulmer's speaking? yacht. Ooh, uh, no, it's typically heads to the strip, you know. Oh, that makes sense. I, you know what's great yeah. about being able to drive a boat to a game is that you can't get a DUI. You know, you can't. Can there a BUI? <laughs> Boating? I think, I think there is. Yeah, I think Massey, there is. Yeah, but careful out there. But okay. I highly doubt that would be a big deal. Massey's on the yeah. Snake River way yeah. too much. If it's, yeah. if it's during the day Watch and you're Massey's on a boat. boat, there are no rules. <laughs> You can't A you can't get a DUI during the day. B you can't get a DUI on the boat. You combine the two. Hmm. If it's a noon kickoff, do whatever you want. Hmm. I, that's pretty sound advice. Somebody I'm close to in the past four months would differ with you on that daytime thing. But e, sure. Okay. All right. No, I'm just, All right. just keep keep it up in the air. So <laughs> right. everybody on the Snake River in the summer, watch out for Massey's boat. Grant, you're a critical number of the week. <laughs> or no, excuse me, Morgan, you're a critical number of the week. Uh, my critical number of the week is Number eight, because number eight is critical for our team oh. to win. That's where, I, that's where I thought it was L. going. Jax. Does he know? Does he know we're the first uh, Lamar Jackson podcast in the universe? Yes, you remember. I mean, you remember us campaigning to draft him, right? Yeah, yeah. You're a loyal listener that you are. We we the, had a very hard campaign. All the for shiny him. turds that got picked in front of him. God, he's so good. So does Lamar have to do anything besides being Lamar? Uh, this weekend to have success? No, I mean, I, he just needs to keep doing exactly what he's been doing uh, this whole season, which is, you know, keeping the, the defense on its heels. Uh, you know, I know like some of the best pass rushers in the league were having trouble even getting off the ball because, you know, you just don't know where he's going to be at any given play or who's, or who's even got the ball. So, I mean, he's, um, he's just, like I said, he's critical to our success. Um, on both sides of the ball because the defense thrives on us scoring points on offense. And, uh, you know, that's when they get to kind of uh, show their skills when they get to, you know, peel their ears back and blitz. And that's kind of, so, I mean, fun. number yeah. eight, number eight is our guy. Or just, or the defense just not being on the field as much because the, the clock's being run off because uh, Lamar exactly. and Ingram are just Rest. eating and eating away. Do you find yourself getting off the bench when the offense is on the field just to watch people miss him? Because there's a lot of highlights out there of just of just people grabbing air, just like the cartoon oh, yeah. style, like arms get crossed because they just completely miss. It's like his, it's like a, a weekly a weekly thing for him. Somebody's going to get you know roasted at some point. Um, no, I think. Um, I don't remember exactly the question, but he he just uh, he can make people miss literally on every play. It's probably because he's cranking Limp Biscuit in the locker room before. That's more yeah. likely or not. Jackson's he's got some. Question. He's got some Fred Durst playing. Speaking Trent, of, well, actually, speaking of me in middle school, I did do the uh, the braided thing that he's got going on when I'd go down to Cancun. The braided yeah. hair that Lamar has, the kind oh, of butt, yeah. the butt cut with the braids. He looks good. Okay, That's so right. it's like a young Graham right. trainer out there. What 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 looks better, Lamar's juke moves or Lamar's dance moves? Because those have been both have been very hot. That is true. Um, I think it's juke moves. I don't. I just think nobody's really seen anything like this. No, definitely not. No. For example, we were playing out in 
Los Angeles, uh, like when was it? Like middle middle of the season or late in the season? Yeah. And Monday night game. The game was like well in hand. Yeah, like we, you know, it was like third quarter, and they're starting to think about RG three coming in, and we haven't punted very much, and and you just see all these Rams fans that are like still like hanging out watching the game, even though like it's very clear that we're yeah we're not. It was a weapon. It was game. a weapon. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, and it's no offense to him, but it's just a matter of fact, uh, as soon as RG3 came in the game and Lamar was no longer on the field to do what he was doing, people were like, all right, nothing more to watch. So it's kind of cool. Like you hear about people going to, you know, uh, NBA games because LeBron is going to be there regardless of, that's exactly what I was thinking, Dirk. Not. Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of dub him in my mind like the 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 foot, the NFL's LeBron of people just want to come watch him play, see what he's going to do. That's that's so fun. That's like that's everyone at least is sitting there saying, I'm at least going to watch him play. This is maybe my only opportunity to watch him play, just because you know not everyone makes it to an NFL game. Oh yeah, just like I haven't I've been to one NBA game. So it's like, oh, I got to watch Lamar. This is where I was. Listen here, Sonny Boy. Right. This is where I was when Lamar Jackson beat the Rams. Yeah, That's right. Well, I'm sure it's good for Lamar, but then he looks in the stands, he sees all those 46 jerseys, and he's like, they're not here for me. <laughs> yeah, they're like. Exactly right. Purple 46. Yeah, they, I, uh, somebody uh, asked me if, if, the, if I could help him get an, uh, a number eight jersey for Christmas, you know, whatever it was, a month ago, or I was like, a month ago, Lamar Jackson. You mean you mean to tell me you're having trouble getting Lamar Jackson jersey? And he was like, "Yeah, like literally every store in town, every online store, you can't get a Lamar Jackson jersey right now. It's like the hottest thing." I would so. just love to know what that number is. You know, like the NFL sits down and says, "How many jerseys are we going to print?" They're like, "Well, we're going to print about a thousand, or not a thousand. Yeah, rookie jerseys, a million, or whatever, yeah. a million more Lamar Jackson." Lamar, right, Lamar's right. jerseys. Well, whoever this person was, if they listened to Don Sports Talk in the fall of 2018, they would have known to buy it ahead of time. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's right. I don't even know where we are in the huddle. Uh, my my critical number is easy. It's three. It's Borgen's third suit, uh, Pro Bowl. Sorry. Oh, there it's it is. Easy. Almost slipped, but Pro Bowl. Congratulations, Pro Bowl. Yeah, we'll we'll save that. Uh, so Pro Bowl. Um, what do you get? Orlando, Hawaii, Where Orlando, is that Montana. Where is he's that? in Orlando for like the yeah. I wish Montana. That'd be True. incredible. More better um, Orlando. Or uh, or Jackson could have come. Oh, could have yeah. come there. Yeah. Um. Orlando is where it is, and it was in Hawaii. Yep. Uh, back in 2016. Good old days. Um. But I think I think players kind of stopped coming to it. It's a long way to travel. You know, after playoff games and stuff, and. You just saw kind of a declining attendance by, you know, big name players, and so they moved it to Orlando where guys could bring their families, and it worked out. It's they've got a whole really nice setup for it and everything. Did the whole did the whole Wolf Pack? And if, if no one knows, if w- the whole w- Wolf w- Pack, did they all make the Pro Bowl? Justin did, but uh, Sam was first alternate. Oh, okay. Who? Well, who's better who than folks? Sam? Who is this person? Yeah, who's better than Sam? Well, we're playing them this weekend. In fact, uh, they oh. they they decided somebody someone decided that Brett Kern was 
um, better than Sam this year. That's because he's probably catching the ball up by his like way above his head. And he's like, oh, oh, I can't say that. Oh, Massey, I'll edit that out. That's, that's um, SEC yeah. bias to the Tennessee. Yeah, that's, that's what that is. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and say the something the something that I'm stuck on, and this is not Morgan related. It's it's not Ravens related, but I don't understand pass interference against the Saints. Why is that still a thing? <laughs> I don't understand it. Saints aren't playing anymore. I know thing. because yeah. of pass interference, Graham. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's good for us. Actually, that was yeah, that was interesting that they get they're getting roasted for the second year in a row. It's it's a rule that there was so much noise. Sean Payton made so much noise, and New Orleans fans made so much noise, mm-hmm. and they made a rule for it, and then they didn't apply the rule. Still got screwed in the yeah. building where the rule was created. And exactly. it hurts just a little bit more. Not as not as much, but just just a little bit more than it should. Yeah. Right. Do you feel that Drew Brees should have three Super Bowls now? Because no, of the last two I, years? I will never <laughs> say I will never give a man, you know, a game. You know, that's hard to say that like, yeah. oh, he was gonna win because of this. Right. And it's yeah. even hard to say that he was gonna beat the Rams, but he was gonna beat the Rams. Right. Um, like when Lynn Romo fumbled the snap against the Seahawks in the wild card game a few years back, there you he go. should have had a Super yeah. Bowl ring. There you go. Morgan Cox would have been thrown in the ball. Yeah. Uh, there, damn it. Yeah. There's an asterisk <laughs> like a right decade there. Ago, but, you know. <laughs> no one remembers that. Still who's hurts. Tony? Who's Tony Romo? That doesn't hurt at all. Actually, uh, who's uh, that guy? Yeah. I have the no greatest, idea. One of the greatest color commentators. Oh, him. Yes. Right he is. The snapper that night, not so good. Oh, I don't know. That's why I watch. It's just. Waiting for him to do that. Do you have? Uh, a, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Jim. Do, do you have a? Do you have an opinion on Booger McFarland doing Monday Night Football? A lot of people. I'm in his corner. I'm a Booger McFarland He's guy. Than what do you think about Booger McFarland? Better Monday than Night Football? Witten. Yes. Witten yeah. No, it's Tennessee. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. A lot. He doesn't change the fact that he's a super awesome dude. Um, but I really thought when he when. Jason was on there and Booger was talking. It was like, man, Booger is doing a really good job. He ought to be up in the booth. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, I like him. I like him up there. I mean, like he's talkative and he says a lot of good things. And, you know, it's also his first year, so you got to give him a little bit of slack. That's what I was saying. But it's... he does he, – he, he can be Captain Obvious or Captain Wrong, wrong Play Call. Entirely. Captain Obvious, John Madden made a whole, like, billion dollars off being Captain Obvious on TV, and he was amazing. Yeah, John... but he had an iconic <laughs> voice. True. I mean... I like Booger's voice. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's good. And his name's Booger. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's destined for greatness on Massey TV. likes him because he's from LSU. Easy. <laughs> Easy with that LSU talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, so, Morgan, something that you are stuck on. Something that I am stuck on, that I'm... I'm currently uh, working on to change is New Year's news resolution. All pro long snapper voting or all pro long snapper. We don't have one. Um, they they don't vote on one. And as, as you know, may know since you guys are capital J journalists. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. The uh, the AP media vote or sports media votes on all pro. Um, at just about every position in the NFL. And because it's voted on by the media, a lot of people, you know, pro ball is a big deal, but the media watches everything and kind of sees the whole big picture and votes on the best people. 
and uh, they don't vote on fullbacks anymore. They added like a flex position, apparently. Fantasy football. But we still don't have long snappers on there. So Interesting. Okay, two. I'm hoping to get that changed. How? Okay, first off, how do we do this? Is is the uh-huh. the, fir- the first question? I did see a clip and of a Ravens coach today's that said the fullback is not dead. Oh really? So, I didn't know fullbacks. Yeah, I didn't know this happened. So That's Greg Roman, he's uh, he's our offensive coordinator, and he's yeah one of our biggest assets. What um behind Lamar, I'd say Greg Roman. Interesting. Well, did Greg was Greg the one that said look at the talent that we have and just completely regeared the offense? Was that his brainchild? Yes. So he was on the on the team last year, but Marty Morningway was the uh, offensive coordinator, and he was more his offensive scheme mindset was more geared toward Joe, like passing the ball and everything. And then Greg is like largely regarded as the best, you know, run scheme. And he had uh, I could be wrong on this one. But I think he had Michael Vick at some point in his career, and then he had uh, he had Kaepernick. Um, in San Diego, San Diego, San Francisco, when they did so well, we played them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so he's had a lot of success. So, uh, so, um, oh man, I got a zillion questions off of this. Was he the one that said he put in the Heisman package? Do you I don't know? remember who put in the. I don't remember who said that, but he, like, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> Did is it really? I just want to know on the sideline when it's like, okay, we're doing the Heisman package. I know that the media coined it, but do you get to hear everyone go Heisman, Heisman, and then everyone puts on their helmets and runs out, and then all the three Heisman go out there? Would be sweet. Does that happen? That that's not that's not how it happens that I'm aware of. Uh, I'm sure you know RG's got a package because Mark is on the field a lot more often. Obviously, number eight's out there all the time. But, you know, RG comes out there every once in a while. So uh, there, I'm sure there's a word like jumbo. They have a jumbo package where, like, there's an extra offensive lineman and our fullback goes out there. Yeah. And basically every tight end we have goes out there. And so it's, you know, that would be, that would be hilarious if it, was, if it was the Heisman package. But I don't Maybe maybe you can just know. bring that up at a meeting. Mm-hmm. Does, does, anybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. does anybody call RG just, hey, hey Robert? Does anybody call him Robert? Call Bob. <laughs> Bob? Well, Bob Gray. Uh, Tucker, Tucker, Tucker calls him Bob, oh, and I'm I pretty like sure he hates God, him. I love Tucker. <laughs> so handsome. Such a good voice. Um, I, no, I would totally hate that. Yeah. The name is Robert. Oh, no. No, uh, Greg Roman, I just wanted to like go – this is real quick – uh, so first, um, first stint with the Ravens, 2006, 2007, offensive line assistant. He went back to his old high school, Holy Spirit High School, to be offensive coordinator, coordinator in 2008. Went to Stanford to be tight ends and offensive tackles coach. And then he went to the San Francisco 49ers the next year, probably with uh, the other Harbaugh, to be offensive coordinator. So spot on, sir. There you go. Fact checking you, but also just curious. That's right. Interesting, interesting resume there. I like that. High school offensive yeah, coordinator. to go back. The Browns want him. Yeah. The Browns and in, the Browns interviewed him to be the head coach to be their head coach next year. I'm, and I think they've got a couple more interviews or something. They should hire Jason Garrett. Decide. I think the Browns should hire Jason Garrett. He's great. <laughs> I think the Giants were hiring or thinking about hiring him as the OC. Oh, interesting. That'll be great. 
Honestly, y'all's division <laughs> is kind of shaping up to be. He's going to move over a different division. There's a lot opponent. of good quarterbacks in y'all's division now. Yeah, just looking, yeah. just looking forward. Do what? you think Big Ben can lose enough weight to become an NFL quarterback? That's not nice. That was not oh nice. Oh my gosh, he's man. just getting his face is just kind of getting like Lane kicking fat. He and Morgan are their friends. They're also rivals. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I saw, I did see um, somebody posted a meme or something like that of like, looks like, looks like Ben ate one of his linemen or ate the other backups or something like that. And yeah. I didn't. I could not believe that was him. As big a beard as he had, and he looked like he weighed almost three hundred pounds. Fat shaming. He can. He can really. Uh, let's just say he can wear it well. Just, <laughs> just kidding. Um, let's another another side note. Um, have you seen Lane Kiffin's fat face recently? Speaking of Mac, the SEC. Oh yeah. He Look was when he got hired at uh, Tennessee and. Then, you know, just getting hired in Ole Miss is a totally different human. Yeah, he he looked like he's been enjoying what is it, Boca Grande? Coconut, it's fried coconut shrimp. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Buffett's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, he's been buffet. going to he's been going to Cheeseburger in Paradise a little too yes, much down place. there. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> um, I don't even know where we are. I keep getting I'll lost. I'll do my stock. Uh, mine's stuck on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Is my it your on? turn? All right, your turn. I was going to do Mike McCarthy because he um, went from being uh, three th- three and thirteen to uh, the next year the Packers are the best team in the NFC with a new coach. So I'm not excited about that hire, but whatever. Mm. Not to fat shame him, you know. But <laughs> my thing, my biggest thing is playing the Tennessee. I, I want to say this again. It's like I'm bolding it on mm-hmm. the email. The Tennessee Titans, Morgan. Who are you going for this Saturday? Rooting, rooting for him. This yeah. is actual. Oh, that was fun. And his, his complicated. His wife and kids had to cross state lines to Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a big stock. How and was I'm worried? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm worried. How was the border deal. control getting in from Maryland <laughs> yeah, to Tennessee? But, yeah, red red alert. They're yeah. coming in. The Cox family's coming in for sabotage. That's right. <laughs> um, no, I've got uh, I've got a few people that are coming up for the game, uh, and just ran- random people were asking about tickets for it and stuff, but. Um, yeah, the funny thing was, is I, I went to, uh, Titans, uh, were playing the bills my senior year and like six guys went up there, um, to, to, to see the game. It was like middle of December, probably if I remember correctly, it was about 32 degrees, uh, at, in Nashville that day. And we had painted our chest, you know, in high school, we painted our chest Titans Ooh, and, old uh, pictures. watched the game with, with our without our shirts on nice and um you know so obviously i was a huge titans fan and everybody all my old buddies that especially the ones that went with me on that trip or give me give me hell about it they're gonna throw tomatoes and cabbage at you on saturday exactly it's not fair yeah exactly man you can hit up a lot lamar jackson jerseys titans tickets Jeez. yeah oh yeah turn that yeah turn that blocker on so do you i mean are there any close friends that are like well We'll kind of give you a little nudge and rims, like, well, you know, I kind of want Tennessee to win, but like, I'll cheer for you and stuff. <laughs> oh, of course. Let's yeah, call them out. Are they? Are, they're they're going to be listeners after this interview, so let's just call them sure. out. Matt Howard for one. Matt Howard, look dead. at you, Matt. Dead. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. No, I'd say I, most people I have, I re- they do, they are loyal to me, and then second, the Titans. 
Okay, uh, Matt would be the only one that's like that. You have that's like the type of guy you have to respect. It's like he still wants his team to win, despite the fact that you know a good friend of his is playing. Wow. Well, I'm glad we uh, had a list going, and then we just singled out Matt Howard. So that's <laughs> yeah, great. That's good. We only needed one name. We only needed one name. Um, last <laughs> last part of this, and this is the question slash quote of the week. And I have uh, I have two questions. One. Can I get a Wolfpack T-shirt? Is that possible? Uh, as soon as I get one, oh damn, you get one for they, sure. You're, but cool. you're part of the Wolfpack. I don't, I don't know where these. Wolfpack I know, t-shirts. but we don't have a Wolfpack. Do we have a Wolfpack shirt that you know of? You I at, thought I saw one boarding a plane with a Wolfpack shirt. I thought that was you. Oh, oh, oh! You're, no, you're talking about uh, Kevin Nash. Uh, I think New I'm talking era about... apparel. That's uh that's. Lamar's, that's Lamar's uh, clothing apparel company, oh. and that's actually a wild dog, an African wild dog, because he donates to like found uh, like a foundation that helps save African wild dogs. So, oh, interesting. We're animal lovers. That's I awesome. thought it, that's I great. thought it was you, Sam and Justin. I was like, I want a freaking Wolfpack shirt. That thing's sweet. No, yeah, no, <laughs> it was me. I know what picture you're talking about. It was. It was me, Sam Cook, and then um, our one of our offensive linemen, James Hurst. We were all walking together, and uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, whenever you get one, I'll take bad it. information. <laughs> bad, bad <laughs> well, interpretation. You can still order um, New Era Eight apparel on his website if you want to get. If you really do want to get one, it was a hoodie. Well, I'll, that's oh. that's where I'll find it. What's that's the, where what's the, the discount code? Yeah, was you going to coupons? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I'll work on a discount code for you. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk a little bit of X's and O's here, and I'm talking about one O in particular, and that is Derrick Henry. How do we stop that man bear pig? You put Morgan Cox at nose tackle. Yeah, absolutely not. Brandon Williams is a much better candidate for that position. Oh, um, sorry, Brandon. He, yeah, he uh, Brandon is about uh, six foot two or three inches tall. And about six foot three or so inches wide, and weighs <laughs> nice. about um, three, what three fifty or so. No, he's actually an incredibly nimble man, um, incredible dancer. But oh. uh, but yeah, I think Brandon, Brandon, Michael Pierce, um, uh, Pecco. I can't remember who else. They're in the middle, but uh, those those guys are the ones that you know, stop up the holes and then the linebackers can make the plays to bring that guy down. But it's not going to be an easy task, and I don't uh, envy them for having it. I, I see him occasionally, and I and I watch uh, my whole my, my whole in-law side of the family is from northern Massachusetts. So by proxy, they are New England fans, although Ugh. they aren't like – they don't like – Foot, they aren't football fans. I'm they're sitting, miserable right now. That's yeah, great. I'm sitting yeah. there listening off all the people that are on the field, and they're like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and so they were asking me about Derrick Henry, and I was like, well, that man I know in the between the SEC championship and the national championship ran the ball 94 times. Insane. And, and he's Did he really? He, he ran the ball in the SEC championship, and I'm going to make some numbers up, but he ran it like 47 times. And then in the national championship, he ran it like – 50 times or 52 in a playoff game too right yeah so i don't think it was playoff 
the thing was just before the play. Uh. I can't remember the the two games. It was an absurd amount of running the ball. It was Lane Kiffin stopped doing his cute stuff, and I was like, just take it, just hand the ball off to Derrick Henry, and it worked. But mm-hmm. point is, I also have a theory that it's like the safeties are kind of at this point. I'm assuming that everyone is just dealing with pain. It's it's the playoffs, big Earl, Correct. and everyone is dealing with pain, and no one yeah, wants Earl's going to try and yeah, knock him out. Thumping. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, how I don't want to hit Derrick Henry. Right. I'm, I'm banged up. My shoulder's hurt. It's I've been be playing cold, all year. It's going to be cold. Snowing in Baltimore. It's yeah. going to be cold. It's going to suck. Yeah, they're, <laughs> just their running scheme is just really tough to defend. It, it really is because, and what it does is the offensive line basically run like a zone, a zone blocking scheme where they'll either go, you know, they kind of all move right or all move left all at the same time. And then, like, they do like what's called like a stretch and cut and it's where you like you stretch the ball out and then like as soon as you see the hole you hit the you hit the hole and he's just got a really good vision at that and he's as soon as he hits the hole you're like oh man all right here we go well i i not to root against a you know an alabama guy but what? Well, i yeah. hope y'all stop him so flat we well, have, have, we have more alabama guys on our team Oh, that's Ooh. funny. Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry, two Heisman Trophy winners. Another one. Andre Smith is on our team now. Dang it. I thought I was going to break the news for that to you. I thought you weren't paying attention. I thought that really thought that you didn't realize that Andre Smith had been. Uh, Me? Had been yeah. Well, what's the thing? You Every time we like, hey, do you know you drafted this person? You're like, yeah, I don't, oh. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Yo, he's, uh, he's literally my. he. They put him right next to me in the locker room because I used to have like a. A, a blank space. Uh, there's a blank locker next to me, and Taylor just Swift. the way our lockers work, that's like a huge, huge advantage. And he nice. came in. I, I walked in this morning. I saw his book bag on the on that blank locker, and I was like, "Crap!" But then he introduced himself to me, and I was like, "Oh, what's up, man? Nice to meet you." So, yeah, because he's. Uh, I mean, he played for the Bengals for what ten years? Is this his eleventh season? Maybe. Is it really? What? Yeah, he was drafted in 2009 or 2010. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and uh, who, who's banged up? Whose position is he? I was one backing up. Yeah, there was a. We just put a guy on IR, but man, I didn't really, I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah, he was. He played for maybe Nick Saban's first big offensive line recruit, first true freshman yeah, to start right, left tackle. On Alabama's team ever, I think. Recruited legally by Saban? Uh, no, that's don't okay. go there. Not Do right. not go there. Okay. That is yeah. beyond beyond. <laughs> Have you noticed Nick Saban's losing all his hair? Have you noticed that? Oh, man, it's a bad look. I didn't bring that up. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's uh, let's switch to you. your question or quote of the week, Morgan. Is Mark Ingram going to start uh-huh. this week? Oh, that is. Oh well, that was Bama versus I Bama. Wanna, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be the typical media and ask somebody else about Mark Ingram. But what's up with Mark yeah. Ingram? I really hope he plays for sure. But uh, he's great at know, the podium. I think. What's that? He's great at the podium. He's had some really funny uh, sound Dude, bites where I've seen some he stuff. He is an absolute legend. He likes being and Lamar's hype man. It's pretty great. Yeah, he yeah. he is a phenomenal teammate, and I credit him with the the locker room chemistry that we have um and like legitimately would credit him the fact that he's on our team as being a reason if we're so fortunate to make it to the super bowl he is he is an awesome teammate an awesome dude and like he's 
been playing unbelievable this year too. He's a glue guy. Yeah. Big time, big time. I talked to former or not former, but uh friends of mine that are play for the Saints and they're like he was by he's by far the biggest um loss we've had. Interesting. Yeah, look where the Saints are now. Easy. <laughs> well, no, that's, I mean, that's that's true because, like, when you pay a running back post their first contract, people are like, ew, you're overpaying the running back. Look at Mark Ingram. You talk to Morgan Cox and you ask Morgan Cox, who's the glue guy? The the first-year player on the team, not first year in the league, but first-year player, Mark Ingram, is the glue guy. Is he worth all the money? Obviously, he had a great statistical year, but even if he didn't, like, look what he does for the locker room. You can't keep a price yeah, on yeah, that. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can just tell wherever he wherever he goes, he's not gonna. First off, he's not gonna go to a team that he doesn't believe is is good. Right. Um, he's been on good teams. Second off, life. like once he gets in there, he just like ties everybody in. You can just tell he's having a lot of fun. He just loves being a part of the team. He's a great teammate. He's really vocal. Like he he fumbled. I remember he fumbled against the Patriots this year, and like where most guys would like basically sit over there in a the corner and just like get mad or not to really talk. He was like up and down the sidelines, like, man, my bad guys, man. Like, you know, just trying to encourage everybody mm-hmm. and get everybody going so we can, I don't know. It's stuff like that, 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 you know, that I noticed personally where, you know, he's just a really good team leader. That's good. To, that's good to hear. Um, do you know Mark Ingram's story a little bit? Somebody told somebody gave me a really short version of it uh, recently, but I I don't remember it that well. It, it, I mean, it. yeah, it, all I have all I have is a short version, but um, of course this is Alabama lore. But yeah, Nick Saban was his father's um, um, wide receiver coach. Yeah, and we looked at this. We fact checked this. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We and looked at this once. Mark was already born when when his father was playing college football, and Nick Saban was. You know, his and his dad was, um, he Mich- missed Michigan practice, State. Michigan, Michigan State. State, yeah. And yep. he, he would miss practice and he was kind of, you know, kind of in and out, not really committed football player. And Nick Saban would drive to his dorm room, pick him up, force him to go to practice. And so when Mark Ingram started to get recruiting out of uh, Flint, Michigan, I think it was Flint, right? Anyway, I don't, bad yeah, there. that's where he's from. Um, the uh, his mother said, "If you're going to play for anybody, you're going to play for that man right there." And it was Nick Saban, and I was at the South Carolina game when I don't, I don't, I didn't go to a lot of Alabama games growing up, but I was at the South Carolina game where they just handed the ball to him seven times in a row, and they went from the twenty and scored a touchdown, and he put himself at the front runner of the Heisman Trophy. That was like his quote Heisman moment. And I was like, "Who is this kid? This guy is uh-huh. awesome." So yeah. yeah, I I don't I don't know like Mark Ingram has affected a lot of people, but I remember where I was when I watched him play and be like, this kid plays his ass off, and it was fun. Yeah, it was, it, yeah. he has a cool story. A lot of fun, and that's awesome to know that he is an even better human than than player. Yeah, he's a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent that. All right, trainer, give it to me. Your question slash quote of the week. Uh. I don't know. I feel like that was that was that was a good quote. Just saying, Mark Ingram was the glue guy. I just have more Cowboys jokes, so I mean, you know, like <laughs> just just you're gonna watch McCarthy and I'm just excited. Himself I'm kind of excited. So once, once Massey and I lose the Saints and Cowboys respectively, the Ravens become our team, and we can move on to the AFC. Yeah. So we hate. I hate all the NFC teams. Go. They suck. I hate Aaron Rodgers. He sends back his parents' Christmas gifts. 
I love the Ravens right now. So we're going for you. And I don't need to tell my cowboy joke, but it was something about text messages about we're getting fired and it was kind of funny. (laughs) Next time. We'll we'll never, we'll never. We're in in Ravens territory. Oh, I I do have, I I do have a quote. I could add a quote to my question. Yes. Um, You know, since we were talking about uh, Mark Ingram, but the big trust, have you guys heard any of our guys say that? I've, I've heard it, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, so big trust is um, is a quote that that um, really started with Mark Ingram, but it's I should say it started with Lamar Jackson and became what it is with Mark Ingram. So back when Lamar was in was in uh, Louisville and Florida and stuff, he he always used to say trust, T R U S S, and it basically meant like trust that I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. And then he, you know, said it when he got to Baltimore, he was just saying it a lot. And then Mark Ingram, after one of the games, I want to, I want to say it was like the Patriots game, got up on the podium, did his deal. And then as Lamar was about to come on, he, he kind of started just, you know, ad living and just said like, let me introduce you, um, the, your MVP front runner and all this stuff. And, he was like, uh, if anybody got something to say that, got something to say about that, come see me. I'll be. <laughs> he said, I'm about that. It's a great. Um, it's, it's an unbelievable. I know video. the clip. If you, yeah. Yeah. I remember right says, now. I'll meet me outside the bank, and uh, he says, "Big trust." And he really mm-hmm. just he says that he just put the big in front of it because I want everything to be big, big bracket, big trust. So <laughs> that's hilarious. It was uh, it's a funny. That's another going back to Mark Ingram just being a great dude. Like he's the ultimate hype man. Yeah, I literally saw that one. There was a, I think like a year end clip of I don't know what what it was NFL Network or something, and it was like a year end clip of great like the you know the best the best clip oh, from like podium this year. Sure, it was yeah. Mark Ingram. I remember. Yeah. yeah, I watched this like a week ago. That's why I like had it in my head hype man Mark Ingram because yeah. he was so good at it this year. Yep. Yeah. He didn't need to do that for Breeze because Breeze was like, he need, yeah, he does it for a younger guy. It's cool. I like that. That's awesome. And the yeah, younger guy, yeah. it's crazy. Like the NFL MVP, younger than the Heisman winner. Yeah, well, well, yeah you're right. But yeah. they're both Heisman winners. I know, but I'm saying like first time in history, the Heisman winner is older than the NFL MVP. The current, yeah. Fact. Oh. 23 and 22. Oh. Joe Burrow's 23. Lamar's oh, 22. oh, 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 yeah, currently, age, currently. Age. Joe Burrow yeah. of LSU is 23 years old. Lamar Jackson, NFL MVP. First is time ever. 21. Just turned 23. Maybe 23, yeah. 24. Or no, he was 22. I don't Whatever know. Whatever it is. What the, the facts are the facts. Will you edit that? Yeah, I'll just edit that out. <laughs> uh, sports fans, Morgan, I cannot thank you enough. for You You have a busy schedule. Uh, he's the number one seed in the AFC, and he's talking to us this week. So with we, an empty house. We, we are very, very excited to have you. I've been... Uh, you know, beyond stoked to, to to hear you and talk talk a little X's and O's, and so we thank you for your time. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Always, always a pleasure. And uh, so I'll sign off real quick, and then we'll we'll say our goodbyes. But sports fans, this is Teton Sports Talk. I'm your host, Massey Zeman. To my left, Graham Trainer, Ravens, third in charge, Morgan Cox over the phone. The eve eve of playoff football for the Ravens. It's been a pleasure. Download our podcast. Don't forget, t Sports Talk. Just download the podcast. Look at it as you, Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs>